Welcome, guys, to the virtual roundtable. My name is Kaya. I am your host, Lady Kate. You can call me Lady Kate for short. And it's a blessing to be here at the virtual roundtable. This is a place where we come together to encourage, to empower, and to shift mindsets in order to provoke change. We're just a group of individuals that love to come together and have real life conversation about real life issues with real people. And, and it's such a blessing to me because I can look back um, in my network of people that I'm connected with and everyone has a story. You know, and just to encounter people that don't mind telling their story means that they have owned their brokenness, they have begun the healing process, or they have come through the healing process. So I bring these individuals on so that they can share their story because you never know who's using your life as a blueprint for theirs. If you have a story that you want to share, that you don't, an experience that you've gone through, reach out to me. I'm always looking for people to come on and have that transparent moment, that vulnerable moment where not to embarrass them, but uh, where they can help others, you know, get past the hurdle that they're, they're stuck in. So without further ado, I want to open us in prayer and then we're going to go on and get started. I want to introduce you to our speaker. God, we thank you for this day. We praise you. We magnify your name. We give you glory. We thank you for allowing us to get up and to breathe once again, to have use and activity of all of our limbs, Jesus. We ask you to bless each person that's here those that are on the way and those that will watch this later on. God, let something be said this evening that will prick their hearts, God, and will help them to shift things in their life so that they can be all that you need them to be in this hour. God, I praise you right now for our speaker. Give them strength right now. Any virtue that's it will go out, God. We ask you to replenish that even right now. And if there be any sick among us, God, you heal them, set them free and deliver them. And God, if there's any sin among us, we ask you to take it away right now in your name, Jesus. We touch and agree, God, with these petitions before you. And we give you all the praise, honor, and the glory that is due unto your name, Jesus, I pray. Amen. 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 So guys, my speaker... Tonight is, is someone I've been know, knowing for a little minute, I, and I forgot to ask you when we met because I can't remember stuff like that. <laughs> but but it's been a while. Um, he plays the trumpet for all of you that don't know. I, I'm a musician myself. I play the trumpet, and and um, we kind of connected playing the trumpet at our headquarters church in Alabama. We've been doing that for years, so I've had the experience of watching him to grow uh, over the years, watching him experience life, watching him develop, you know, into the, the young man that he is today. And I, I can say that I'm very proud of, you know, what he's gone through. He, we've shared a lot of things and just listening to him talk, um, you wouldn't even think that he was 26 years old. That's why I wanted to put that out there. I don't know if he wanted me to share that or not, but I had to put it out there because he's, he's as the old people say, he's been here before. He's well beyond his years. So yeah, without further ado, I'm going to give you this brief introduction. I'm going to turn it over to him. 26-year-old Benji Best is from Jacksonville, Alabama. Benji is an elementary music teacher and middle and high school band director at the Donahoe School in Anniston, Alabama. He is also a licensed minister in the Evangelistic Pentecostal Church's ministry. Benji is also a musician who is well-versed in many different genres of music. He plays several instruments as well. 
He loves the Lord and he believes that the love of Christ is shown through a believer in its greatest form when we serve God by serving others. So without further ado, I would like to introduce the song and present to others, none other than Mr. Benji Best. Benji, the floor is yours. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, yes, sir. I just want to say thank you for having me on, giving me this opportunity to share. I have some things that I want. I will say um, some notes that I've taken down. I know that I'm going to try to share my story. If you've seen the flyer, we really, the, the subject that I want to come from or just really kind of base this whole night on was building momentum for success. And that's really coming from my weight loss. If you saw the picture, you saw my before and my after, uh, well, my now, I was 375 pounds when I first started losing weight, and now I am 230 pounds. And so I wanted to kind of take that broad subject and apply it to my weight loss, and not only my weight loss, but any kind of goal a person or you may have. And in this, I'm gonna share my story as to even why I started um, doing that. So like I said, um, the subject is building momentum for success. Would anybody like to, before I actually give the definition that I, I wanna talk from, can anybody tell me what you think momentum is? What is momentum? Since I'm unmuted, I'll go ahead. Um, I think momentum is something that boosts you and it pushes you to the next level. It's that extra, as old, uh, people say, that extra ump that mm. pushes you where you need to go. So she said that that boost that pushes you, that um, okay? Momentum is generally used uh, to mean increasing forward motion. So this is what we're doing. We are increasing our forward motion. It's like a boulder um, rolling down a hill. It starts off slow, but as it goes down that hill, it gradually gets what? Faster. So that's it picking up that momentum. And so that's an impelling force or strength. That's momentum. And, and I said, we're building it. That means we're trying to construct something. If we're building something, we're constructing this thing that is gonna increase our forward motion. But where are we going? Where is that boulder headed? You see what I'm saying? Where am I going? Why am I trying to build momentum? Trying to build momentum to get to success. Okay, this is the event. Yes, this is the event that accomplishes an intended purpose. What did you start out trying to accomplish? What was your goal in the beginning? Okay, that's, that's success. Did you reach that goal? What was the goal and did you achieve it? And if you achieved it, then that means you have reached success. But tonight, that's what we're talking about. So another concept that a lot of people um, look for when they are trying to form a goal, when they're trying to start something, is a word called motivation. Okay, so motivation. I want somebody to tell me what motivation is. What, in your own words, what do you think motivation is? And tell me what you may yeah. think the, the motivation versus momentum is. Um, I'll say motivation. That's the that's the the motive, um, or the intent, or the aim, and getting something started. Yes, the jump start. I think motivation is like it's something that 
a reason. It's like a reason for acting. You know, like let's say if I if I'm doing something and I you know I got I'm a I'm an uncle, so I wanna I wanna be I wanna do what's right by them or be a an example so that motivates me to do what's right. You know, not motivate so that yeah yeah that, that motivates me to um, do better. That's something that you know makes me drive, keeps me going. You know, so. I think mo- motivation is something that pushes you to get to the next place. It, it um, it's that extra again, that extra boost. Um, and it may come from someone, and sometimes it comes from within. Um, it could be self motivation, uh, just just something that helps you get along on your journey. Maybe when you get to a low point, or maybe when you you're at a place and you've kind of plateaued, and you need that extra to just take you on to the next place. Okay, yeah, all those are great. So in motivation, we have a word called motive. So a lot of you touched on it, said it. And the definition that I got was that this is the psychological feature that arouses an organism to action toward a desired goal. So this is what gets you started. This is what causes you to wanna go, wanna start, wanna do. It's a positive uplifting feeling, motivation is a feeling that you get, that you you wanna do something. Sometimes our motivation can come from um, a doctor's report that says, hey, you have diabetes, you need to lose a few pounds in order to get rid of this. So that can make you have that thought that, hey, maybe I really do need to lose some weight because that was my issue at first. The doctor said, well, we're going to make you, we're going to say that you're a diabetic and maybe that'll make you want to stop eating all that sweet stuff. Diagnose you with high blood pressure. Maybe you'll stop eating all that salt and pork and stuff. Put you on a diet, put you on keto, put you on intermittent fasting. Maybe you'll act right then. But no, I had motivation. I started. (laughs) I can't tell you how many times I started. Several times started to try to lose weight. And every time I failed, I had the motivation in the beginning. I would watch my 600 pound life and try to get some motivation to get up and go walk, to get up and try to eat right. And every time I did it, I started well. That's like what Paul said, you know, you, you did run well, <laughs> but who hindered you? That's that motivation at the beginning. It's that feeling of, I need to do something. I need to start. But that motivation is a fleeting feeling and it comes and it goes in cycles. And I'm I'm just talking from my perspective here. Um, But momentum is an action. Momentum is an action. In order to build momentum, in order to create momentum, you first must take action. You have to take the first step. That's how you began motivation. And once you take that action, momentum begins. And as momentum begins, as you begin to build momentum, you begin to make progress. So the more you do, the more progress you make. And every time you do that, make that progress, you're completing a little bit of your goal at a time. And the more you complete that goal, you'll start to see achievement. 
And then that achievement is what gives you your motivation. And so I began to tell myself, because I, I studied this a long time uh, when I started to work out, I, I had thought about this. And I began to tell myself that your motivation should be the discipline that it takes to build the momentum. You don't need anybody to pat you on your back to tell you to get up in the morning that you're doing good and that you're looking fine and that you're all right. Because folks will tell you all day, <laughs> you don't need to lose that weight. You look fine just how you are. 375 pounds, sick on the inside. But everybody say what? You look fine. Dying, <laughs> you know? But you look good. But that motivation should be the discipline. How disciplined are you to start? And how disciplined are you to keep going? So that momentum, taking action, that's what we're doing. We're taking action. And that action builds habits. Habits form when we do something over and over. So that first step, and see, this is what I had to learn. Once I started, I now I started this journey in September. I, I began um, to start my weight loss journey in September. And that had a lot of different circumstances surrounding it. Not only did I have health issues, but I was having relationship issues as well. I was married, but then there became a point to where the lady I was married to, the young lady I was married to, she was a personal trainer. Okay, now she's fit. <laughs> she's working people out, you know, helping them get healthy. But then when it comes to me, it's, you know, you, you're too big. You're an embarrassment. How am I going to get clients if my husband's fat? Now, he ain't losing no weight. Well, that's what was told to me. You're an embarrassment. I'm ashamed to be seen with you because I'm a personal trainer. This is what I do. How I'm going to get clients? They don't think my process works because it didn't work on you. So therefore, you know, we say sticks and stones may break my bones, but words never hurt. And I'm going to tell you that stuck. And not only did it stick because she didn't just say it to me, but she texted it to me, you know? And it, it, it caused a separation. It caused a divorce. It brought about a division. But like I was saying, it was a text message. So it's always there. You can always go back and read it word for word of what it was said. And I tell you, that really broke me. That broke me down caused me to go almost into a depression. So that was almost like a motivation. I, I had a quote that I read this morning and it was, it, and I, I want to share it with you all. It says this, it says, some things break your heart, but fix your vision. Some things break your heart but fix your vision. I knew I was big, but I didn't know I was, sometimes you have to look at yourself through another lens. 
And even though that pain may have been there, it actually pushed me to where I needed to be and actually pushed me to a purpose. It actually gave me the momentum to get up and do something about it. Because yeah, you, you are big, man. Yeah, you have tried several times and you fail. What, what is, where am I lacking here? What am I doing wrong? I done tried this seven times, <laughs> more than seven times. Okay, and so now I have to form a habit. Now I gotta do something different. Something wasn't working before, so now I got to do something different. I got to form a habit. I got to do something over and over. And the first thing I want to tell you, I, 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 like I said, I jotted some notes down. So I'm going to be looking at these notes and talking about uh, my weight loss as well. So the first thing I want to say is start small. That's my first little point is start small. Anytime you are building, like I said, we're building momentum. Anytime you're about to start a goal or you're going towards something, start small. And that's what I did. I realized that not only did I have mo motivation, but sometimes you can be so zealous till you just jump all out there and go cold turkey and just drop everything. <laughs> You know you like them cookies. You sit there, eat a whole pack of cookies. Oreo. Dip them all in the milk. How about you just cut them down a little at a time till you wean yourself off of them. Make little changes. And a, a scripture I wanted to read along with that, which starts small, is Zechariah 4 and 10. In the KJV, in the King James Version, it says, For who hath despised the day of small things? For they shall rejoice and shall see the plummet in the hand of Zerubbabel with those seven. They are the eyes of the Lord which run to and fro through the whole earth. And I'm going to switch to um, not only that version, but to the message version. I like the way the message puts this verse. It says this, does anyone dare despise the day of small beginnings? They'll change their tune when they see Zerubbabel setting the last stone in place. And I really love that verse. And, I, and I'm reading that because sometimes when you start small, and the reason I chose that to be my first point was because that's what I did. The first thing I did was I stopped eating fried food. Because I, lo I love fried chicken. My grandma said, boy, you love fried chicken somewhere. That should have been your birthmark. <laughs> well, fried chicken. And not only that, I started walking. And I told myself, you have to be consistent with a mile a day. And to some, that, wasn't, that wouldn't seem like much. But it's taking those first steps taking those small steps, what seems small to others, but it works for you. And that's what he's saying here. Who's going to despise the day of small beginnings? What looks small to them is not really that small. So take the what? First step, despise not. Now we're looking up this word and it despises to disrespect or dislike or hold into contempt. And when I was studying that, I was saying, you know, people will act like your small step doesn't even matter, as if it has no value. What will a mile do? 
What will a mile a day do? You're just giving up fried chicken for right now, but what about the other stuff? One little step at a time. And I'm saying that because what? We're building momentum. So I started with just one mile a day. And then when that got too easy, I said, okay, I'm going to go two miles a day. After 30 days, I did. And then the next 30 days, I said, all right, we're going to push it up some more. Let's do three miles. And then I did it again. I said, all right, we're going to go for four. And now we're not counting miles, we're counting hours. <laughs> when I couldn't run, now I'm running. But I didn't start off that way. I'm counting calories now, trying to figure out how many I'm burning when I couldn't even walk a whole mile. It take me 30 whole minutes to walk a whole mile. <laughs> and I laugh at that now because now it only takes 15, 14, 14 minutes to walk one mile. And I said, now, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to I'm gonna have to get up in the morning and make this small step. So that's what I'm telling you. Make the small step, even though it may not look like much now. I mean, even if your goal is to save any goal that you have, you know, they even have an acronym about SMART goals. Things have to be realistic because you'll just jump out there and make shit. And even though it may be a small step in the making, you have to learn to make every moment count. In momentum, there's that word, moment. You have to make every moment count. Our prophet, our apostle, before his passing, he was really drilling us on being mindful. And being mindful is making every moment count. And so I used to tell myself, it's one step at a time, brother. It's one day at a time. It's one moment at a time. And you have to make that moment count. I have to make, I have to take it one meal at a time. <laughs> because if you don't, you'd be saying, well, I want this and I want that fried chicken. I'm going to get them baked beans and potato salad. And that was another thing. And I guess I'll get to that in a minute. I won't jump ahead of myself, but small steps. Start small. Be consistent with the small step. And then gradually increase. That one mile, like I said, turn into two, and then it turned into three, and then it turned into four. And then I got to the point where I can walk six, and you know, six would make me tired, <laughs> make me weak, make me drain. I feel drained. I want to go home. We couldn't hardly walk. But now it's like the most I've walked at one time was 20 miles. But all of that was gradual steps to get there. Now, I don't do 20 all the time. <laughs> but I, 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 if I need to, I could. But this is gradual. You know, the race is not given to the swift. It's not about how fast you can do it. It's not about how fast you start. It's about, did you finish? Did you finish? Did you meet the goal? Did you build the momentum and make it to success? And your success is the fact that the goal was achieved, that you reached the result that you were going forward to. So I told you, I started off 375 pounds. And through this start, starting small, small step taking. Here I am at 230, 230 
Am I done? <laughs> no, I got 10 more pounds to go. And that was my goal from the beginning was 220. But look how far small steps would take you. After a while, once you give up that bread, you ain't gonna want that bread. You have to find a way to replace that stuff. I don't, I can't even eat a burger the same way anymore. Lettuce wrap, that's the only way I want it. And I tried, I, I went to a restaurant one time. I said, I was just gonna have me a cheat day. Give me the burger. I want the burger, the biggest burger you got. Give me the bread, the ketchup, all of it. I want all the fries. Give me two sodas. <laughs> but I couldn't even do it. I took the bread off, wiping all the ketchup off. I'm just going to eat the meat. I, you know? After a while, once you practice that discipline and it's out of you for a while, you ain't going to want that stuff no more. I can't be tempted with bread. Now, I will say, I can be tempted with cake, <laughs> but that's now. That wasn't then. But I'm just saying that small step taken. Make sure that you are building that momentum and taking small steps. All right, we have a hand. Hey, um, okay. I love your message. First of all, I um, I feel like I'm on a personal similar journey, um, because I feel like you know I was unhappy with my body when I was in high school and um it's like as I get older you know you see the Instagram bodies and like a lot of people on social media is trying to be something that's probably impossible and um I stumbled across the workout community which motivated me to you know really get up off my butt and actually you know yeah try to do it the natural way and in that I realized that working out really does help your mental state and your um your ability to stay disciplined and a lot of other stuff so with that my question is when you feel like things get hard when you feel like well I guess if you ever ran across us mm, something hard or a moment where you felt like oh I just can't do this I'm trying but it's just I'm just not able to get past this 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 rock what what do you do or what would you say to yourself well for me there's been many times like that <laughs> many times where I felt like I couldn't finish or like, okay, you, you had a good spot. You, you can quit now. But at the same time, I had to remind myself, what, why did you start? What, what's made you start? And even now, like food, things that I know I shouldn't have. It's like, but do you need that? Sometimes you have to sit back and really just think about it for a minute. That snack looked good, but do you really need that? Or if you hit a, a point, sometimes you hit that point where you can't lose no more. You feel like you can't lose no more weight. <laughs> and you have to sit there and reassess everything you're doing. And sometimes, like I had to do, I, uh, I ain't going to tell you. Because <laughs> they, they were supposed to say, you crazy, man. <laughs> sometimes I had to go where I just ate no more than a thousand calories a day. Wow. And sometimes you have to, that's that calorie deficit thing. You have yeah. to lessen the calories and increase the workout. But yeah, right. that's what I was going to get into that point too about seeking support. Um, that was another thing I did was I sought support. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you where I got that from uh, the scripture. Ecclesiastes chapter four, 
I know if you if you have your Bibles, you can you can turn it with me. <laughs> Ecclesiastes chapter four. Let me get back to KJV. It says this. It says two are better than one, because they have a good they have a good reward for their labor. For if they fall, the one will lift up his fellow. But woe to him that is alone when he falleth, for he have not one to help him up. And I chose that because. It is very important to have an accountability partner. And like you said, you went to a, a young lady, she said she saw a uh, workout community. I joined a weight loss community. That's where I went because I needed somebody to kind of hold me accountable. I know, like I told you in the beginning, I used to watch uh, my 600 pound life. And I needed somebody like Dr. Now. If you if anybody's familiar with Dr. Now, that he he cut throat and dry, he just gonna tell you how it is. You know, you didn't lose the weight you're supposed to be because you eating too much. You know, that's what he don't care what he said. And so I needed somebody to be that straight up with me. And this weight loss clinic, that's what they do. And I just needed to be held accountable. Every month we go in for a weigh-in. Let's see how much you done either lost or gained. <laughs> and to know that I, I had to lose so much a month, they didn't set a, 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 a limit, you know, or, or, um, you know, where you're supposed to have been a minimum. It was just to see. And I know in my mind, okay, I'm on a weight loss journey. I bet not ahead, gain anything. So let me work my butt off to make sure that when I go to my weigh-in that I have lost some weight. And I was taking their supplements just for like, I think they're, they're more of an appetite suppressing type thing. And so when I started, I was doing uh, intermittent fasting. I don't know if any, any of you know about intermittent fasting, but this clinic, they were telling me to eat three times a day and have three snacks and all this kind of stuff. And I'm just like, ain't no way <laughs> I'm gonna eat three meals and three snacks through this whole day. And for some, some people could do it. But I'm like, nah, that ain't gonna work for me because I'm gonna keep wanting to eat. And the more I eat, I'm gonna start picking up the wrong stuff. But once I did intermittent fasting, not only with that, but working out, I start to see some major results after I joined my uh, this weight loss clinic. I had got to the point where I was actually losing 20 pounds a month. 20 pounds and 15. I think the least I've lost was 10 in a month. And remember, I started in September <laughs> and it's May. And just having that support. And I sometimes I go to them and I say, look, <laughs> it's Christmas. When Christmas rolled around, <laughs> I was good with Thanksgiving. I did good with Thanksgiving. But when Christmas rolled around, and I'm from, I'm from the South, so you know they they gonna cook for Christmas like they did in Thanksgiving. All the dressing, all the ham, turkey, all the stuff, the beans and all that. And this clinic had me on a uh, low carb diet, the keto thing. You can't have but 50 grams of, of carbs, no more than. And so that was tough. Because here you go, you can't, you can't, eat, the, you can't eat the beans, <laughs> you can't eat the fries. Can't eat all the cake no more. Can't eat the brownies no more. The red velvet cake out the window. My mama make a good red velvet cake. 
and they just sitting there eating it in my face, you know. <laughs> but in it, anyway, when you are motivated and you are building that momentum, that stuff, and you tell yourself you can do it. I'll just have this. And I always tried to make sure I knew what my substitute was. And so that was another thing that having that community, that having that support, that type of accountability partner with the weight loss clinic helped me to do. I had somebody to run to. What is the substitute for this? If I can't have Kate, what is it that I can have? And that was another thing I focused on. What can I have? Not so much of what I can't have. Tell me what I can have. And let me focus on that. So when it's just meat and salad and all that kind of stuff, they be like, that's all you eat, man? <laughs> Is that all you eating these days? And then I was doing eggs and sausage because there wasn't many carbs in that. And the thing about carbs, I, I am going to mention this too, because um, I am talking about my weight loss. Um, is that when you first, a lot of people, when they go for weight loss, they eat a lot of fruits and they eat a lot of things like that. And they don't really realize that sugar turns into carbs. And the first thing you're going to do when you work out is you're going to burn your carbs first. But if you steady eating a bunch of sugars, a bunch of fried foods and a bunch of fruits and stuff like that, potatoes and rice, all that kind of stuff, you ain't doing nothing but piling those carbs on. So if you if you done ate 220 carbs before you go walk, and there's four calories in every car, there's four calories in every car. So if you done ate 220 calories, I mean 220 carbs, that's 880 calories that you have to burn to get them carbs off first before you even touch any fat. Before you even touch any fat. So that's 880 calories. So I'm going to tell you this, that's almost five miles. And I calculate that because I, you know, I walk. So that's all I've been doing. I haven't done any weightlifting yet. And that's where I'm getting to. But I, I knew when I walked because I, I have this Apple watch, it lets you know how many calories you burn during a mile. And so to get that 880 off, you have to walk five miles before you even touch any fat. You ain't doing nothing but burning the sugar you just put in. And so I knew that. And so I was, that's what I was going after. I was going after trying to lose that fat. So you have to get rid of the carbs. You have to kick your body into ketosis. And that causes your body to become a fat burning machine. Once you limit that, that's why the numbers are so low with keto is that they make you do 50 grams of carbs because once you have walked a mile, after you've done at least 200, burned 200 calories, then you start touching your fat. And for me, that's one mile. All right, I got a hand. All right, um, I can uh, attest to that for almost about the uh, past year or uh, past couple of years in November, um, more in particular the past year, I started uh, the keto diet and losing weight and uh, I, was, I was at 285, 290. And uh, from that point, um, I had to wean myself from food and uh, I'm closer to my goal. Um, I measured it more so in my clothes size than um, 
a particular number as far as pounds. Mm-hmm. I did more so with the size of uh, clothes and where I felt more comfortable at. Mm-hmm. And um, like your story, like you've been saying, um, I'm able to run longer and walk longer as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel healthier uh, mentally and uh, it has a, a great positive impact. And uh, to go along with what you're saying specifically about keto, uh, the water intake, especially cold water, um, helps the body to burn fat as well versus like room temperature water or drinking teas or anything like that. And that's what I mainly had to do is find substitutes. Like you were saying about the lettuce and uh, as your bun and, you know, uh, I would add uh, mayonnaise and tomatoes and onions. And also what you're saying with fruit, that is very true. Even though they're healthy, they are, they have a lot of impact when it comes to sugar and loading on the body. And that brings the uh, word moderation um, back to my mind uh, along with uh, discipline because starting out is good I kept starting and stopping and starting and stopping and at this moment I only have 10 or 15 pounds to go yeah. so yeah thank you cool. all right we got another hand uh, Mr. Wiz go ahead what were your enablers what were my enablers okay you spoke about your support system you know yeah, in, so, the, in the beginning, I was talking about um, the first thing was I had got diagnosed with diabetes and high blood pressure. That's what made me start. But that that made me start and stop and start and stop. <laughs> but, and I knew my history, my family history too. I've had aunts die from aunts and uncles and just about a lot of them a whole heap of family members died from diabetes, having limbs cut off and things like that. Um, the Before I started, my aunt, she passed away just because simply she was too big. They sent her to a rehab and she did her first workout and she passed away after that workout. And so that was like, okay, you need to do something. But then along the way, I was trying that summer and then again, here I go again, I stopped. But like I was telling them, I was married. And then the divorce came because my wife was a personal trainer. And she was saying that because of my weight and my how big I was, she felt like she wasn't getting enough clients because no one would believe in her strategy or her process because her husband was too big. It didn't work on the husband, so it wouldn't work on them. So I was told I was an embarrassment because of my weight and that a shame to be seen with. So that almost like threw me into a depression and then made me want to do something about it. I'm referring to, and I understand that portion of, or enabled you to change, but Mm -hmm. I'm saying like your enablers that, um, that didn't uh, point you in the right direction or the people or the village that was, you know what I'm saying? That, that to the addict, the food addiction, if you, if, if, you know what I mean? Yeah, I do. And, and that's a whole lot of food. There's <laughs> the people that love you, right? Oh, yeah, all the time. That's why I had to be quiet about certain stuff. When I started, I didn't tell nobody because I knew the people I was around, you fine, you look good. 
you know, even even now, uh, that was Easter weekend. I went and played at a church, and these folk can bake cakes. And the main man, he like, oh, I, I made you this. He know I was losing weight, but it's it's folks like it's people. They'll say, oh, you you doing good? Here, have a slice of cake. It ain't gonna hurt you. But see, that's why I try. I knew from the beginning. Me now, you better not have no cheat days. <laughs> because one cheat day gonna turn to another cheat day with you, and then you're gonna want to cheat again. And then when you got folks in your ear telling you, oh, oh, have that. You're doing good. You're doing fine. You know how to work it off. That's what they say. You know how to get it off. They don't know the struggle it takes to get it off, though. So I that, like I was saying, it's it's a choir director. And he he constantly brought cakes. He was an enabler. You know, he he cooked too. So he brought plates that first night. I'm gonna talk about it because I'm glad you said that you brought a memory back. <laughs> that Tuesday night, when I first, I was probably two or three weeks later, and they start noticing that I was losing weight. Here he go bring me a big plate of two big Salisbury steaks loaded with gravy, mashed potatoes underneath. I got cornbread, corn, rice, all this stuff, carbs loaded heavy. And here I am struggling with it. Am I going to eat this? Am I going to throw it in the trash? And I struggled with it. And he knew what he was doing. <laughs> and I threw it in the trash. But I have family members that tell me, hey, all right. After, after 20, 25 pounds or so, they were like, all right, that's enough. You, you look good. You did great. That's it. Don't lose no more weight. My mom, don't, do no, don't lose no more weight. Or else you're going to start to look sick. Right. Right. And so I had somebody co contact me. Somebody told me to tell you to stop losing weight because you're starting to look like you're sick, like you got a condition or something. And then I posted that video about how, you know, I was sick. When you thought I looked well, I was actually sick at 375 pounds. <laughs> I was walking every day sick, 375 pounds. But now that I look well, you don't know how to handle my wellness because you're used to me being sick. You're used to me eating two and three big heavy plates all day, every day all the cake I want, and you feeding it to me. So that picture right there, that's a real, it, it shocks me. Because <laughs> like I said, I started so many times. But this one time I realized, okay, this is what you got to do, man. And it has worked. So yeah, that those are the enablers, it's family. You look good big. I heard that so many times. My aunts and everybody, you, you but you look so good when you were big. I ain't saying you don't look good now, but you you look real good when you was big. You don't have to lose no weight, you all right. I wish that would have made me a millionaire if I would have uh, got paid for every time I heard that. <laughs> and so that's, that's why I said you have to find you a support system. You got to find you an accountability department. That's why I was going to the weight loss clinic because Everybody I was trying to get to work out with, they say, man, you don't need to do that. Or either, it's either that or you you go too hard. You do too much. You, you're, you're a little extreme with it. Why you want to go walk six miles? What, what for? You're doing good. But see, that's why, 
like I said, I had to go find me somebody else. <laughs> I had to go to the weight loss clinic. Help me out here. Keep me, hold me accountable. And so I've been dropping ever since. Because folks will make you think, you're all right, that brownie's all right. And then one will turn into two, and then you're doing it every day. So yeah, I hope that answered your question. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's like I probably was running around. Anybody have anything else they want to say or any comments? You, you, you know what's interesting uh, to me? You're talking about being mindful and uh, prop talks about being mindful. And that's on every part of your life. You know, not just weight loss. Um, you got the strategy. So a lot of times we get the strategy in one area. You have to apply it to another part of your life. And the majority of the strategy is about discipline. You know, you, you have to bring discipline. So that when the word talks about self-control, that's why, you know, a lot of people really don't make it in because self-control and discipline is a thing that we struggle with the most in so many different areas of our life. When you were talking about accountability, it brought back to my mind when I began to start working out, you know what I'm saying, and getting in the gym, um, I had, I, I was talking to a few people, about three people individually, and I began to tell them that, yeah, I was just kind of, you know, in the beginning, you kind of amped up, you got this energy, you come up with this yourself, I'm finna lose weight, I'm finna do A, B, C, or D, and when I began to tell them, they said, oh yeah, that's what I need, I need an accountability part, and I said, okay, well, I'll create this group, and we all will hold each other accountable, we all kind of knew each other, and I talked to them individually, so I created this group uh, through Facebook Messenger, and I was posting pictures of myself, my meals, and and different things, and they weren't posting anything. They weren't doing anything. When I talked to them individually, he was like, well, and yeah, I didn't do nothing today. I was like, you know, how, how did you, did you walk today? Did you do this? They were, no, I didn't, I didn't do anything. That went on for a brief minute, and, and I knew right then. I said, I got to get out of this group. I created this group, but I got to get out of it. And then a little while later, one of the ladies called me. She said, you um you just left the group, didn't you? I said, because I'm pouring into the group. I came to the group, you know, for accountability, but I'm the only one that's given that accountability. I said, nobody is giving me that. And if, if you don't have the right community around you, your community that you create or the one, like you said, is already there, they will drain you. They, they will pull you back into that place that you uh, were trying to get out of it, you know, had started moving forward. So I said, you know what, for my sanity, just for me to stay consistent, even if I'm not going to the gym, uh, you know, consistently, I gotta, I gotta separate, you know, but because elevation requires separation from people, places, and things that hold you back, you know. So I had to be mindful of the people that I was around, you know. What I'm saying so, it, it, but one thing about it, um, you're talking about weight loss. It's a journey. Just like anything else. And, and like you said, you can't do all of it at, at uh, one time. You have to do it a little bit at a time. You know, but you the, the biggest thing, I think, you have to make up in your mind, this is what I'm going to do. Regardless of what anybody else do, I, I'm, I'm going to lose weight. I got a goal. I'm going to lose 30 pounds. This is what I'm, I'm going to do. You know what I'm saying? And they got so many... I hear a lot of people talking about the YouTube videos and stuff, you know, the workout plans and different things. It, it's so much access that we have out there that we got to start tapping into. You know, um, and one thing I learned too, you, you can't outwork a bad diet. They have to go hand in hand. Your diet has to match up with, you know, um, how you're working out, vice versa. You can do one or the other, and you're not going to get the results that you're looking for. So you have to bring that discipline to every part of your life. 
uh, on my journey now, if if I'm if I mess up, like I, I was telling you earlier, Monday is a new day for me. You know, it's a Monday is a, it's a start over. Not making excuses for messing up, but it's just like okay, well, if I didn't make it to the gym four days like I wanted to, or five days, I'm gonna start again Monday. You know, I'm gonna do what I can, and I'm gonna try to increase it as I go. You know, and the more that you do it. Um, uh, one, the lady spoke last week about uh, habits, you know, how many days it takes to create and break habits. You, you create that habit. You got to recreate a better habit for yourself. Yeah. That's all I had to add. Anyone else have anything that they uh, want to add? Y'all trying to get fine for the summer, ain't you? Hey, I'm trying to get that 2022 beach body. Yes, sir. <laughs> you, you're doing the same, I heard. Oh, Lord. But yes, all of this is good stuff. Um, like I said, the, our first point was starting small. The second one was seeking support. Now I'm gonna move to the third one because I, like I said, I don't wanna be too long. I didn't think I'm gonna be so long. Um, the third one is strategize your success. Create a strategy. And she had, she was touching all on it. That's why I said maybe it's time to move. She ain't no no. <laughs> um, Luke fourteen and twenty eight. For which of you, gee, this is Jesus talking, for which of you intending to build a tower sitteth not down first and counteth the cost, whether he have sufficient to finish it, lest happily after he had laid the foundation and is not able to finish it, all that behold it began to mock him, saying, this man began to build and was not able to finish Think about that. We're building momentum for success. You don't want to be caught trying to build and not be able to finish. So the first thing you have to do is what Jesus said. Count up the cost. What is this going to cost me? Hmm? What is it What is it going to cost me? What, what are the things that I'm going to have to give up in order to make it to my goal, in order to reach success? What is it I'm going to have to give up? Count up the cost. Make a plan. And see, for me, I looked at that paper <laughs> and I said, all right, we're going to plan these meals out. We're going to plan these meals out. Because if I can't have bread and I can't have potatoes, I can't have rice, I can't have all these starches. And I know I love fruit. And they saying, well, you can only have blueberries and strawberries sometimes. Can't have all them sodas, can't have sweet tea. My family drinks sweet tea like it's water. <laughs> My grandma keeps sweet tea in the refrigerator. Don't let the pitcher get down. She just gonna go make another batch and put some more in there. Don't nobody drink water, they drink sweet tea. And so I had to separate myself from them because then I go back to picking up them old habits, but I had to put myself in this place so that I can do what I need to do. But count up the cost. What's it going to cost you? What you got to give up? Got to give up some carbs. My thing was Pop-Tarts. Got to let them go, buddy. Because when they said no more than 50, I looked on the back of that Pop-Tart that you get in the store, that was 60 grams in two Pop-Tarts. I was done for the day. I had overdid it. <laughs> Just with Pop-Tarts. And once you start checking them labels and trying to see... It'll blow your mind. It'll blow your mind about all the stuff you can't do. But like I was saying, I'm going to focus on what I can have. Show me what I can have. And I like the way that when I went to the clinic or whatever, 
how the paper was laid out. It didn't start off with what you can't eat. It started off with what you can't have. You can eat the pizza, just eat the topping, don't eat the bread. <laughs> now, I never did try that because <laughs> I, I figured it wouldn't work with me. But I found a place and said, this is my substitute. I always tried to find a substitute for stuff that I like. I found a place that did crustless pizza. And all that is, is they put the toppings, instead of making the whole piece, they just put the toppings down and covered it with cheese and the sauce. And so I felt like, you know, I tried to psych myself up like I was eating pizza, not just meat and cheese. But stuff like that. Quest, if you're losing weight, try Quest. Quest has good chips and they're low in carbs. I love Quest. Uh, they have these chips and they're like five carbs and you can eat the whole bag. Now Doritos, you can't eat the whole bag. That's, that's like 20 carbs in the whole bag. So you have to find your substitute. So since I can't have rice, I can have cauliflower rice. I can't eat fried chicken, but I can eat grilled chicken, smoked chicken. I can get comfortable with that. Let me buy an air fryer. You know, plan your success. Do what it takes to make sure that you make it the way you need to be. And it's, it's not hard. <laughs> it's not hard. Once you want to do it, it becomes easy. Once you have that, once you start building that momentum, now walking, it's like a second breath. Cause I know right when I get up in the morning, my clothes already laid out, I got my shoes. Let me wash my face, brush my teeth, jump in my shoes and here we go, we running, put my clothes on, gotta go run. And I do that every morning. It's just like clockwork. I don't even have to think about it. And I know when I miss a day and I, I don't like when I miss a day. But it was a struggle in the beginning. It's like, oh, here we go. Got to get up at five. <laughs> you know? And I make sure I plan my day to make sure that every day count. What are you having to give up? Is it that extra hour of sleep? And I mean, this goes for anything. It's not just weight loss. Whatever goal you have, if it is even to get closer to God, if you're trying to pray more, you know what I'm saying? If you're trying to pray, what 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 do you got to give up? You can wake up an extra hour earlier. So you don't be saying a 10 second prayer. <laughs> you know, <laughs> spend some time with God. Weight loss, make sure that you map it out. Because sometimes you don't have a plan, you'll fall. You'll be riding in the car. I'm gonna go to the store and I'm gonna get me a salad. Now, now this happened to me one time, I, I will tell you this. I knew I was going in the store to get me a salad. I was on the right side. I was on the right side of the store to get the salad. My brain said, go on over there and see what kind of sweets they got in the deli. That's the devil talking. Go go get the sweet. Go, go see what if they got the caramel cake today. <laughs> you know? But see, after I eat, and the reason I know I can't have cheat days and I can't eat that stuff, because after I eat it, I feel guilty. I feel like, all right, now I need to go put my shoes on and run for real. 
So if I'm going to be successful in this thing, I got to make sure that I continue to build that momentum and stay consistent. What am I giving up? Is it just a few cars? Is it just a few sweets? Is it just pacifying my stomach? I know me and me and Kyle was talking last night about how sometimes I'm not even hungry, but I'm eating because it's a time of day. I'm eating because it's lunchtime, but I'm not really hungry. You know, it's dinner time, but do I really, do I need it right now? I ate earlier. I was full, I'm still full. <laughs> I'm not starving. You know what I'm saying? Maybe I just need a little snack. Do you have to have them pancakes in the morning, them grits and big bowl of cereal, all them eggs and sausages and stuff, all the syrup? How you start your day off with that stuff? <laughs> you know, you gotta start by, you gotta stop by Starbucks. <laughs> Get it loaded. I want all the pump. Give me all the mocha you got. What do you have? Count up the cost. What is the cost? What are those things you're having to give up in order to make it to your goal? So I had to give up a lot of stuff. So I've had people ask me, well, do you eat this? And I and they'd be asking me and I'd be like, I don't, I used to eat it. I don't eat it no more. <laughs> Lima beans and stuff like that, you, you know, ask me. But thank God for collard greens. I will say that. I just had a moment. Thank God for collard greens because we can still eat that kind. <laughs> we can't eat them turnips, but we can eat collard greens. But anywho, I couldn't have potato salad. So what was my what was my substitute? I would make deviled eggs. So always find, always have that plan. You can do it. In Christ, you can do anything. You can do all things through Him that strengthen you. So when I walk, when I wake up in the morning, my first, I walk to the music. That's what I tell myself. You, you walk to the beat. So I put me on some good shout music, some good fast gospel music. That's what I like listening to, you know. And I step to the beat. And the first song is I get joy when I think about what he's done for me. So once I start that right there, that set the pace for me. That, that's why, that, that, that's probably why I be walking them six miles. <laughs> And uh, so that's how I start. And once I do that, because I'd be thinking, you know, 375 pounds, I could have died in my sleep. You know, all that kind of stuff. Eating all that sweet, I could have stroked out, eating all that pork, could have had a, a my foot amputated, family members had it. But now I wake up and my when my sugar was 237, in the morning, just from waking up. <laughs> now it's 80 something. You know what I'm saying? And that comes from, like I'm saying, starting small, making those small changes, seeking support, seeking a support system that you know gonna be there for you. And I know them folks gonna get on to me. They call me if I don't show up. Hey, where you at this week? We ain't seen you. It's been two weeks now. Well, yeah, I, I have a voicemail if I don't pick up. They had already told me, you, you don't come. We know something wrong. We're going to send the boys after you <laughs> to come get you because you ain't came in. So that's the kind of accountability you need. Find you that support system and strategize your success. Always have a plan. Map it out every day. 
even if you have to meal prep, certain things I've gotten away from, I don't like eating a lot of pork now. Even though keto is, you can have all the meat you want. But I think we went on a 40-day fast and I finally decided to obey. <laughs> and um, <laughs> I started eating a lot of more seafood. And I found out that was yeah, Jeremy laughing at me because he know. Uh, and I started eating a whole lot of more seafood. And I found out I like the way that feels instead of all that bloating from the pork and from the beef on my body. So I cut out a lot of that stuff. And when you, they, they kept telling me and I'm like, no, nah, it can't happen to me. You go hit that plateau. You go hit that plateau. And they kept telling me, you go hit that plateau. You go hit that. And I'm like, no, not me. Not, every, everybody ain't doing what I'm doing. You know, that kind of mindset. But once I hit that 240, it looked like it stopped. Seemed like I kept going up and down, up and down. Hit a plateau. So that's when I had to re reassess my plan. I had to do something different. But remember that we're building momentum for success. Start small. Be consistent. Seek, have an accountability partner and strategize your success. I want to leave you with this question. What action? What is the one action you can take today that you can put in place right now? Think about it. That will progress you to a closer goal, to your goal. What is the one action you can take today? What is the one thing that you can do right now that'll cause you to progress closer to your goal? And that you can do repeatedly? Maybe it's just meal prepping. Maybe it's printing that list out like I had to do and sit there and say, okay, I eat this meat and I eat these vegetables. So let me meal prep. Find a plan, find a, find a way. And you can do it. You can do all things through Christ, which strengthens you. I know that was pretty long, but I really appreciate you staying on and, and, and listening. And hopefully I said something that uh, helped you, blessed you, encouraged you um, to build that momentum, to make it to your success. And now I would like to turn it right back over to Kaya. Thank you. Thank you, sir. That was good. Uh, we really enjoy, I enjoyed that. I don't know about nobody else, but I enjoyed it. It was a lot of nuggets that were dropped there. And like I was saying earlier, those nuggets can be applied to different areas of our life, you know, building momentum and uh, gaining discipline in, in the different areas that we're trying to move forward in. One thing this lady gave me uh, once, she was a, a business coach, and she said, what was a game changer for me was, she said, every night I planned out my next day. She said, I'm telling you, it saves so much time uh, for myself. She said, I didn't have to get up and try to scramble and be like, okay, I got to do this, that, and the other. She said, but I, I sat in my bed and I just wrote a list of things that needed to get done, you know, because everybody has to do this. And a lot of times we just take the whole list and, and don't get um, to a lot of things. But then a lot of times when you look at that list and it's so long, it gets overwhelming. She said, I, I made this list and I took the top three or four things and I made them priority for the next day. And I said, these are the things I'm getting done. She said, it took me a while to get my husband on that. She said, but when I finally got him on that, she said, it was a game changer for both of us. And it made 
uh, a lot of changes in our marriage and our home. It, it made things a lot easier. So, so that's one thing I want to encourage each and every person to do is, you know, plan your day out the, the night before, before you lay down, you know, before you get off your phone scrolling all, all night, you know what I'm saying? And at least take about five minutes because we do it. I, you know, I, I'm guilty as well, but that five, five or 10 minutes, okay, what do I need to accomplish tomorrow? I'm off tomorrow. Let me not just have a whole wasted day. Let me do something, you know. Let, let, me, let me work this out. And, and working out can be one of them. You know, doing a meal prep can be another. Whatever it is that you want to accomplish, we can all do it. Like you said, through Christ uh, that strengthens us, we can accomplish whatever that needs to be accomplished. So I, I want to thank you for coming to the virtual roundtable, sharing your story. We're looking at have you back a little later on after you get a little further in your journey. I know you've come a long way now. Um, and, and it's interesting. I was telling them, I said, you know, uh, just standing beside him all the time. You see people, you know, being big, but you really don't uh, notice that they're big until you see a picture side by side. But like, wow, man, I didn't even realize you were that big. And a lot of times you don't notice that on yourself until you start losing weight and be like, wow, I didn't realize I was that big. One thing I always have said, you know, you can't really talk to people a lot about their weight, but I always say, I said, wow, man, you know, for him to be just 24, 25 years old, I say he's hidden. You know, um, he, he um, had no, knew you had a lot going on, you know what I'm saying? But like I tell you, uh, all the time I talk to you, thankful that you decide to make that, you know, choice to, to choose a healthy life and whatever it took for you to get to this place, don't change it, you know, because you really can't afford to go back and gain all that weight back because all it takes, what, is one or two bad days, fall off the wagon, and you head it back in the opposite direction. So definitely, it's a lifestyle change. It's not just a diet, you know, that I'm doing for right now is a lifestyle change. So, hey, if, like I said, maybe some other people on here that want to, um, you know, go on this journey or whatever, but so tell the people um, how, the, how they can follow you, how they can reach out to you. Um, you can follow me on Facebook. Uh, you can see me at Benji Best Jr. Uh, my picture's up there. Uh, if you reach out to me by email, it's Benji, B-E-N-J-I-E, Best, B-E-S-S, the number two, at gmail.com. Uh, just reach out to me. Um, if you need any kind of information or anything like that, you want me to share anything with you. Uh, some of the meals that I've done, some of the meals that I've ate, some of my little um, tips and stuff like that. I, I have some stuff that I have researched and things that I've done um, that I, I'm willing to share with anybody that wants to know. So reach out to me. The best way is email. Uh, Benji, B-E-N-J-I-E, best, B-E-S-S, -S, the number two, at gmail.com. Okay, thank you, sir. We appreciate that. Does anyone have any questions for our speaker? Any comments before we close it out? Thank you all for staying. Yes, ma'am. Mr. Bass, I want to talk to you. Yes, ma'am. I want to tell, I, first of all, I want to congratulate you. Thank you. You're a young man, you're handsome, and you're doing it. I want you to continue. Yes, ma'am. And I know you will because, first of all, you have Christ in your life and you care. Yes, ma'am. And through him, all things are possible. And I just wanted to say congratulations. You're on a good, good journey. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Mm -hmm. Thank you, ma'am. Anyone else have anything? Well, hello, everybody. I would like to say Mr. Bez, Mr. Bez. Awesome, awesome. Uh, just great motivation for me today. Um, and I'll definitely 
be reaching out to you because uh like you said we'll start you know i've had so many starts and i said i'll come to you know do it tomorrow but my tomorrow keeps getting pushed back to tomorrow so yeah but i i'm very moved by your um message today and thank you and congratulations as well all right appreciate that and that's another thing too i, I one of the one quote stuck in my mind when I started <clears throat> was, is this going to be day one or is this going to be pushed off to one day? Is this going to be one day or is this going to be, am I going to start today? Is this going to be day one? That's how my walking started. Because I'm saying, oh, I'm going to start Tuesday on the 1st of October. I'm like, okay, now you're making excuses. I'm telling myself this. This is what I'm telling myself. I'm telling myself, you're making excuses. You can start this morning. What's holding you back, man? I'm, that's how I talk to me. So I was like, one day, or is this going to be day one? So you can do it, man. We'll talk. That's my brother. We'll talk. Yeah. Thank you so much. That's good. Anyone else? Uh, I would like to congratulate uh, Benji as well. Congratulations and keep pushing forward. Yes, sir. Thank you, sir. Yes, sir. You're welcome. Yes, sir. This is all family. So everybody have seen you, you know, in the beginning. So it's just, it's amazing to see, like, uh, see you now. So you never know how many people you're motivating, you know, because I think everybody is on some type of journey in their life. It may not be weight loss, but everybody's on a journey, you know, and, and um, you need that extra hump, that extra push to get where you're trying to go. So we definitely appreciate that. Um, if, if no, no more comments, I'm going to let our speaker, uh, close us in prayer this evening. Benji, go ahead. Bow your heads. Father God, we thank you for this night. We thank you for those who have joined on this Zoom call. Lord, we thank you for everything that was said. Oh God, we know that it was needful for this time for these that came. I thank you for the success that you have caused me to have and the success that you will cause them to have and already have experienced. God, help us to continue to build the momentum that we need to make it to success, to make it to our goal, to achieve those things that we need to do, whether they're health-wise, spiritually-wise, financially-wise. Oh, God, help us all. Because, God, we realize and know that we can't do this without you. It's not by might, it's not by power, but it's by the spirit that we do these things. And we know that if we do them through you, then nothing is too hard and that we can do all things through you. Help us God, help us to make it. Even if we set out to do it, God, give us the grace, give us, yes, give us the grace to do those things that we feel like we cannot do within ourselves, cause your spirit to empower us to do. In the name of Jesus, God, we bind the will of the enemy. We bind the will of Satan that comes and tries to distract and to deter and place the spirit of doubt, the voice of doubt into our minds, God, that causes us to feel like we cannot do, like we cannot make it. Oh God, we ask now that you cover us even now. 
Hide us behind the cross and cover us under your shed blood. Give us sweet rest on tonight. And we give your name praise. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. 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 Thank you, sir. Definitely appreciate that. And I'm looking for stories. I'm looking for people that don't mind sharing. You've gone through some. Everybody has a story. Um, and, and if you overcome that, uh, definitely we want to hear from you. So reach out to me. Uh, you can find me on social media um, under Kai Allows on uh, Instagram, Facebook. Reach out to me. We want to hear from you. We want to have you on the platform to share what God has done for you. If nothing else, guys, remember, I love you and there is nothing that you can do about it. Y'all take care and have a blessed evening. Good night. Mm -hmm.